It's Tuesday, November 21, 2016. We have seen at least four gunshot wounds, three of them I know to the face and head. Police escalate tactics against Dakota Access Pipeline protesters. This is the equivalent of taking 1.3 million cars off the road. Canada moves to phase out coal use by 2030. Record low sea ice in a freakishly warm Arctic. Plus... Sorry it took so long to get to this point. Obama administration cancels oil leases on Blackfeet Nation lands. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And this is still not out in mainstream media. I'd like to know why. Because it's the mainstream media. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, you know what else is not out on the mainstream media? (laughs) What? The fact that the Arctic is 36 degrees warmer than it should be this time of year. Yep, something bizarre is indeed going on in the Arctic. First, the extent of sea ice is at a record low for this time of year, despite 24-hour darkness at the North Pole. According to scientists, that's partly due to unusually high air temperatures and partly due to unusually high ocean temperatures, both blocking ice formation from above and below. In the Arctic, as you said, it's more than 36 degrees Fahrenheit above normal. But next door, in Siberia, it's 60 degrees below normal. The Weather Channel calls it, quote, one of the most bizarre juxtapositions ever seen. Also bizarre, down in Antarctica, for the first time since scientists began keeping track, sea ice at the South Pole is also at a record low for this time of year. They say much more data is needed to understand what's going on with this simultaneous decline in sea ice in both polar regions. The extent of global sea ice is so low right now, it is literally off the charts. It is like nothing we have ever seen in the past 40 years. Scientists are actually freaking out about this because it's not even close. Meanwhile, in North Dakota... Law enforcement escalated tactics against unarmed activists over the weekend at the site of the protests against the Dakota Access Pipeline near the Standing Rock Sioux Reservation, firing rubber bullets, tear gas, and water cannons in below freezing temperatures at the protesters. We have seen at least four gunshot wounds, three of them I know to the face and head, rubber bullets. Right now we're trying to keep people warm. We're trying to get them decontaminated. Seven people were hospitalized with serious injuries. Hundreds reported injured. Protesters are trying to stop the pipeline, which the company rerouted away from the city of Bismarck's water supply to a half mile north of the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe's water supply. So don't endanger the white people, but don't worry about those American Indians, I guess. Or as Twitter user Paige Smith said, nothing says happy Thanksgiving like water cannoning Native Americans protecting the last of their land from America. Oh, man. But in Montana, the Interior Department has canceled oil and gas leases in an area of the Lewis and Clark National Forest that is sacred to the Blackfeet Nation of Montana and Canada. Interior Secretary Sally Jewell, in a press conference, praised Devon Energy for voluntarily relinquishing the untouched leases that it had obtained back in the 1980s. And Jewell said, Sorry it took so long to get to this point. We need to have thoughtful balance of energy development, but also 
conservation and the recognition of sacred sites as we uh, develop the resources around this great nation. On Monday, the Interior Department also banned new mining claims on 30,000 acres of public lands just outside Yellowstone National Park in Montana for two years, while the Departments of Interior and Agriculture evaluate whether to extend that ban on new mining claims for an additional 20 years. Also, the Obama administration is moving quickly to protect the Arctic. The Interior Department has announced that all new offshore oil and gas leases will be blocked in the U.S. Arctic for five years. And by the Obama administration moving quickly, you mean moving after eight years of being in office. Yes, a Trump administration could overturn that five-year ban, but it would take years. Well, it's Thanksgiving. I, I guess I should be thankful for something. Finally, Canada is ditching coal. On Monday, Canada announced it will phase out virtually all of its coal-fired power plants by 2030 to meet Canada's international commitments to cut greenhouse gas emissions under the UN Paris Agreement. According to Canada's Environment Minister, Catherine McKenna, This is the equivalent of taking... 1.3 million cars off the road. Our goal is to make Canada's electricity 90% non-emitting by 2030. Well, there you go. That's huge. I guess we here in America can all be thankful to Canada this Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Canada. Thanks, Canada. And uh, here's some tear gas for you, Native Americans. Thank you, Desi Doyen. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Thanks for all the lovely delight I found in your embrace. I'm thankful, though I know it's ending all too soon.